Welcome back to episode 19 of the Slam Dunk Podcast, and in this episode, I'm going to be going over March Madness. I'm going to be talking about the Sweet 16, and I'm going to be talking about the Elite Eight matchups that will be happening today and tomorrow, and I'll be giving my predictions, and I'm also going to be discussing the NBA MVP race. So starting off, the Sweet 16, Gonzaga played Creighton, USC played Oregon, Michigan played Florida State, UCLA played Alabama, Houston played Syracuse, Loyola Chicago played Oregon State, Arkansas played Oral Roberts, and Baylor played Villanova. So in the South, the finals will be Baylor versus Arkansas in the Elite Eight. In the Midwest region, the finals will be Oregon State versus Houston in the Elite Eight. In the East region, the finals will be UCLA versus Michigan in the Elite Eight. UCLA had a really stunning upset over Alabama. And in the West region, Gonzaga will be playing USC in the finals for the Elite Eight. In the Sweet 16, there are really a lot of great games. The UCLA-Alabama game was really great. It was really close at the end. At halftime, UCLA was winning 40-31. to And then in the beginning of the second half, Alabama came back and tied it up right away. And towards the end of the game, UCLA had a three-point lead. It was 75-72. And with four seconds left, Alabama took it all the way down the field, down the court. And from the logo, Alabama hit a three-pointer to tie it up and get it into overtime. But UCLA took over right away in overtime. They got a three-pointer and a steal to start it off, and they took a five-point lead, and they ended up winning by 10 points. So Michigan will be playing UCLA in the Sweet 16. The Michigan versus Florida State game was pretty great as well. It was not nearly as close as UCLA versus Alabama, but Michigan played really well. They played great defensively, and Hunter Dickinson and Franz Wagner both had a double-double. Uh, Mike Smith played very well at the end of the game. He didn't play very well against LSU, but he stepped it up in the second half of this game in the Sweet 16. Uh, even without Isaiah Livers, who is one of their best players, they're, they're doing very well and playing UCLA in the Elite Eight, which will be a great matchup. The Gonzaga versus Creighton game was pretty good for a while. It was tied about halfway through the first half. But then Gonzaga started pulling away, and by halftime, it was kind of clear that they were going to win, and they ended up winning by, I believe, 18 points. So they will be moving on into the Elite Eight, and they remain undefeated. The USC-Oregon game was very similar. It was tied about halfway through the first half, but then USC started pulling away. They played really well, and... Uh, at halftime, it was also pretty clear that they were probably going to win the game. So USC will be playing Gonzaga in the lead eight in the finals for the West region, and I think that could actually be a very good game. USC has Evan Mobley, uh, who is a great defender and a great big man on the team, and I think if they're able to contain Drew Timmy, um, if they're able to contain him defensively, I think they definitely... It's not a it's not a big chance, but I think they definitely have a shot at upsetting Gonzaga. Baylor also played Villanova, and that game was it was not as it was not nearly as close as some of these other games. Baylor was 
pretty pretty dominant in that game. They look really good, and they have one of the best guard duos in the entire nation, and it looks like they are definitely going to have a good shot at making it to the Final Four against Arkansas. It should be a good game, but I think my prediction is that Baylor will advance on to the Final Four. Arkansas defeated Oral, Oral Roberts, so Arkansas will face Baylor. Um, Oral Roberts was a 15 seed, and absolutely no one expected them to make it this far. But they won two games to make it here, but they were no match for Arkansas. Even though it was a pretty close game at the end, Oral Roberts almost made a buzzer beater to win the game, but they fell just a little bit short. So Arkansas will face Baylor in the Elite Eight. We also had Houston playing Syracuse in the Sweet 16, and when the game started, Houston took a very huge lead, but then Syracuse came back to tie it up, actually. But after that, Houston kind of pulled away, and they were able to get the victory over the 11 seed Syracuse. And Loyola Chicago played Oregon State, which is two Cinderella seeds meeting up in the Sweet 16. I doubt there's anyone that could have predicted that matchup, but... Oregon State got the victory over Loyola Chicago, who had a really great run, and I was actually I was really surprised by that because Loyola Chicago looked really good. But so uh, Houston will be playing Oregon State today, and Baylor will be playing Arkansas today, and then tomorrow is USC Gonzaga and Michigan versus UCLA. Now I'm going to be giving my predictions for the Elite Eight matchups. And today we have Baylor versus Arkansas and Oregon State versus Houston. I believe Baylor will get past Arkansas. They have a great offense. They're a really great all-around team. And they played in a great conference in the Big 12. They had a ton of competition in the year. And they didn't lose too many games. And Arkansas, I didn't have them making it into the Sweet 16 in my bracket. But I, I was wrong about that. But... I still don't believe that they have the firepower to defeat Baylor. And Oregon State will be playing Houston. Oregon State plays in the Pac-12, which has been very surprisingly the best conference in March Madness. Houston has had one of the easiest paths to the Final Four, maybe of all time. They played a 15 seed and then an 11 seed in Rutgers. And then they played uh, they play Oregon State this game and last game they played Syracuse, so they haven't played any seed better than an 11 seed. Uh, I still think they'll get past Oregon State, but if they do make it to the Final Four, I don't see them beating either Baylor or Arkansas. Now moving on to tomorrow's matchups, we have Gonzaga versus USC. So as I said before, USC definitely has a chance to contain the Gonzaga offense but I'm still going to pick Gonzaga to win. I wouldn't I would be surprised if they lose, but I wouldn't be totally shocked. They haven't had a lot of competition this year, and even though I do believe they're the best team in college basketball, I think the fact that they really haven't had much competition since the beginning of the year, I think that could definitely get to them at some point in the tournament and I could definitely see USC being the team that is going to upset them if it does happen. Our final Elite Eight matchup is Michigan versus UCLA. Michigan, I believe, is one of the deepest teams in the nation, if not the deepest. 
They have five really great starters, even though they're missing Isaiah Livers. They have a great bench with Brendan Johns, Chondi Brown, and Austin Davis. And they also have some bench players that haven't played a lot all year, like Jace Howard, the Juwan, ha- Juwan Howard's son, played pretty well at the end of the game against Florida State. So I believe that Michigan can definitely defeat UCLA if they have a good game. If Franz Wagner plays well and Hunter Dickinson plays well and doesn't get into foul trouble, I think they definitely can win. Whenever Franz Wagner plays well, they usually end up winning, and they haven't lost very many games in the year, and I don't think UCLA is going to be the team that's going to get to them, so Michigan is my pick to win this game. Moving on to the next topic, I'll be discussing the NBA MVP race. So the two front runners for MVP about a month ago were Joel Embiid and LeBron James, but they have both been injured and they will be out for extended periods of time. So the MVP the MVP race is wide open, and there are a bunch of players, I think, that can win it. Damian Lillard, James Harden, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, and Nikola Jokic all definitely have a great shot at it. Uh, James Harden said a couple days ago that he thinks he deserves to be the MVP, and he's been playing really well lately, even though he's on uh, the Nets, which have the most firepower and the most talent in all of the NBA. KD has been out for most of the year, so it's just been him and Kyrie and the rest of the Nets roster. But without without Harden, the Nets would not be nearly as good as they are. And he's gotten a ton of triple-doubles, which he has not been known for exactly in previously in his career. He's been scoring a lot. Um, so I definitely think he can be the MVP. Damian Lillard is another player that I definitely think has a great shot at winning MVP. For an extended period of time, he played without McCollum and Nurkic, and he still single-handedly helped the Blazers into playoff position. He's scoring a lot. He's he's one of the highest scoring players in the entire NBA. He he's really been he's been very dominant in the NBA. He's a great three-point shooter, a great scorer, and he he's just been playing really well and leading his team to a lot of victories single-handedly with not much help, which is definitely a big plus for him in MVP MVP voting. So he's another player that I definitely think could win. The three other players that I also think definitely have a shot at it are Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis hasn't been playing his best in the past couple of weeks. He's He hasn't scored a lot, but he's been playing really well still this whole season. He's been kind of a dark horse in the MVP race. So I think he definitely has a shot at it. And Nikola Jokic has been in the MVP race for the whole season. He's been behind Embiid and LeBron for pretty much the entire season. But now that they're injured, this is his chance to take over and make a real run for MVP. And I definitely think he can do it. He's getting a ton of triple doubles. He's scoring a lot. He's getting, he, he's really helping the Nuggets and leading them into playoff position. And the last player I think could get it is Luka Doncic, who's been scoring more than almost any other NBA player. He's been really helping the the Mavericks. He's 
he's a really key player to them and a really dominant player in the league. So I think those three players can definitely get it as well. All right, so that is going to do it for this episode. This is episode 19 of the Slam Dunk Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.